Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxieties and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxieties and more? Hello and welcome to another episode of Hockey-Related Anxieties and More. And today we've got another player interview, as today we're interviewing Stelio Mateos from the Carolina Hurricanes and the Chicago Wolves. So first of all, let's start out, Stelio. How are you doing today playing with Chicago? Good. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, just had a day off today, so uh, just, just relaxing. So yeah, kind thanks of, for coming on. Pleasure having you. Mm-hmm. So being in Chicago right now with, like, the team's stacked. Uh, I believe there's, like, four former first-round picks on this team. Seth Jarvis, there's Dominic Bach, there's uh, – um, blanking on guys, Philip Tomasino. So kind of playing on the Chicago Wolves currently, what's that experience like and what have you kind of learned? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, we got a really good team. Uh, we paired up with Nashville. So um, we got a lot of guys and never had this many guys on our roster before. And, um, you know, the whole team's getting along and we're winning quite a bit. So it's been a good start for us. Being eight and yeah, one, sure. does that have any extra meaning to it? Like, well, what I mean is, uh, it's, it's just always nice. Sorry, you can continue. Uh, it's just always nice to get off to a good start. Uh, you know, more games you're winning, the the happier uh, you know the locker room is, and and uh, you know practices aren't uh, you know quite as. Uh, quite as intense and everything we're still practice hard but uh you know it's uh, just good vibes in the locker room right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh tyler uh so growing up in winnipeg of course um where did you kind of learn to fall in love with the game uh, i guess just uh just my dad i guess was a hockey fan and you know i remember watching hockey as a kid and um you know kind of ever since i remember uh, I can remember playing hockey, so uh, just kind of always, always wanted to be a hockey player growing up, and um, you know, it's nice to, you know, be able to do that. I have a question for you. What was your favorite memory um, playing as a kid in the lower leagues uh, as you're growing up? Um, I think just, um, probably playing summer hockey as a kid. And, um, you know, just going on, uh, going on trips as a team and in the hotel and, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, going to the pool with all the boys and, you know, mini sticks and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, that's, that's when hockey was, uh, you know, just a ton of fun. And, and, uh, you know, as a kid, that was, that was a lot of fun. All right. Sounds good. So, 
going to SJR for those of you who don't know, who are maybe uh, not, who don't live in Winnipeg, the St. John's Ravenscourt school. That's the school where Tyler and I both go to and where Stelia went to. So did you ever play on the SJR teams? If so, what were kind of the experiences from those teams? Yeah, I I never really got the chance to play uh, on an SJR hockey team. I, you know, would skate with, uh, you know, the guys I've gotten all the time, never really got to play on the team. Always kind of, you know, wanted to maybe play a game or something with them, but never got to play uh, on the team, but played soccer uh, on, the, on the school teams there. And that was a lot of fun for me uh, just to, you know, be able to be teammates with my, my classmates. I was always, those are some great memories for me. Mm-hmm. So Tyler. Sure. Um, now, uh, in your Bantam season, you had 103 points in 32 games. What was that like? Uh, it was a pretty special year. Um, kind of just, I remember our team was so good. And, um, you know, I think we just found chemistry. And I think we won, like, almost every game that year we played. So, it's just a really fun year. And, um, you know, you know, the goals are nice and everything. But just a lot of wins and a lot of fun that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in Bantam, with that spectacular performance of 103 points in 32 games, you ended up being the first overall pick in the WHL Bantam draft going to the Brandon Wheat Kings. How special was that moment? And how did you find out that you were the first overall pick? Yeah, it was cool. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I, I was excited to go to Brandon there team closest to home at the time there's no Winnipeg in the league yet so I was really excited to get picked by them and um I just think uh you know I found out looking back at it now I think I found out the night before Kelly McCrimmon called me and just told me that they were going to pick me and I remember just being honored and excited and uh, it was a cool day I was in the morning watch a draft with my family and then I uh, went to school in the afternoon and got to see all my classmates and friends and kind of share it with them. So it was good. What would, th- what would that have been like for your classmates? Just knowing, Oh yeah, my friend, I went to class in grade seven with this kid and yeah, he was the first overall pick in the WHL Bantam draft. So kind of, wh- how did your friends react? Yeah, they're just excited for me. You know, I don't think, uh, you know, they ever really looked at me any differently than their friend and, um, you know, I still keep in touch with uh, a lot of my classmates to this day. And, um, you know, I think we've just known each other for so long that, you know, it's it's never weird or anything. They just they understand that, you know, I, I'm away from home and stuff at times. But, uh, you know, we never really skip a beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, moving on to your rookie season, what was that like? What was some of your favorite moments like uh, just from your rookie season? Yeah, another uh, another another special year. Uh, we ended up winning the WHL championships. So that was uh, you know a lot of fun. I just remember coming in as a young guy. Our team was so good, and um, you know being able to learn off a lot of the guys I got to play with there, and uh, you know see their habits, and and um, you know just kind of was along for the ride and tried to contribute. Got to play in the Memorial Cup, which was cool, and. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So during the playoffs, which series was the hardest to plan? Um, I think, I think every every series is 
was really tough. I mean, the finals, the finals we won in game five, but we won three games in that series in overtime. So, you know, I don't think game five really did that series justice. Um, we, uh, you know, we went to overtime three times in that third round. We played uh, Red Deer Rebels, who we saw in the Memorial Cup. And, I mean, they were stacked too. So um, those those two last series were both really tough. And, um, you know, we, we knew we had a good team. So it was, it was, good, to, it was good to win. Speaking yeah. of Red Deer, you guys got eliminated in the Memorial Cup by Red Deer in overtime after you beat them in the third round of the WHO playoffs. How heartbreaking is that to know your season's over because you lose in overtime? Yeah, it was tough. It was, you know, overtime. It's just a split second. And, um, you know, I think you said season over for a lot of guys on our team. We had, you know, a lot of older guys, it was their WHL careers being over. So it was a really tough blow. We obviously wanted to win the whole thing, but just such a long road. And I think kind of some fatigue caught up to us. And, you know, we just didn't really have as good a Memorial Cup as we would have wanted. So yeah. kind of just... Yeah, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Tyler? Okay. Um, being in that Memorial Cup, um, playing against the top-level players, what did you learn during that experience? Yeah, it was cool. It was, um, you know, we only really got to play uh, one game against some guys, but I remember mm-hmm. we played London playing against guys like uh, Marner and Kachuk. Yeah. It was cool. They were good players, you know. Um, hadn't really seen them before, but, you know, we played – played great players all year so you know it was all uh you know that was just a really good team I remember they they killed us like 9-1 or something and then you know all the other teams obviously had really good players as well so uh, it was a cool experience on the whole so in that 9-1 loss the only goal uh that was scored was by you and I believe the second period does that have like any meaning or is it just no that goal is not that important uh, I mean, we lost 9-1, so it wasn't too important of a goal. But, I mean, I guess I guess it's always nice to get one. But, uh, you know, we did lose 9-1, so can never be too happy about it, obviously. Yeah. So, after the Memorial Cup is done, did you guys stay in Red Deer to watch the rest of the tournament for the semi- – for the – when – who won the Memorial Cup? Was it London that year? I can't remember. Yeah. Was probably, did you guys stay for the rest of the tournament or did you go back to Brandon? I, you know what? I, I don't really remember fully, but I think we went back to Brandon. That, then it was just kind of the off season and guys, you know, getting ready to go home and everything. So it was pretty late in the year. It was like almost June. So I think guys were kind of ready to get going and, you know, we were out. So I don't think there was much point sticking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, you had great team success and player success throughout your career in the uh, WHL. You had playoff success. You had over ninety points in two series in two seasons, and you had Memorial Cup appearance. Um, I guess what was that experience for you? Like, what'd you learn? Um, and just what that was like. Yeah, junior is great. Brandon was uh, awesome city, awesome team to play for. Um, definitely some of the best years of my life, um, and made a lot of friendships and with my teammates that, you know, we're going to last forever. And, um, 
you know, it, it kind of molded, Brandon kind of molded me um, into the player I am today. And, you know, you had to grow up being away from home at a young age and um, just learned a lot there. So I'm really thankful for my time there. It's, it's a great place to play. I'd recommend it for, you know, anyone that would get the chance to play there. Out of all the seasons you had in Brandon, which one is your personal favorite? Um, that's tough to say, you know, we, we won the first year. So obviously that was a really special year and then kind of, um, growing, growing up in that league, you know, every, every year was special for its different reasons. So I can't, I can't really pick one, you know, I'd probably have to pick the year that we won. That would be, but, uh, you know, it didn't really feel like the highest point was the first year in a way too, because, you know, there was so much growing to do from there. So every year was kind of special in its own way. All right. Yeah. Um, moving on to the NHL draft, just leading up to it and the whole hype around it. What was that like experiencing that? Yeah, it was, it was a pretty crazy year, like the, the whole year on the whole and um, just kind of the draft stuff. I got to go to the combine and that was its own experience. And then, you know, going to the draft, I, brought my family with me it was in Chicago and Mm -hmm. um you know just sitting there being patient um and then Carolina picked me and it was it was really exciting I was I was really excited to be picked by them and it was just a cool moment to share with my family yeah for sure in that draft there was another Brandon guy who I think people will know where he was drafted Nolan Patrick the second overall pick in that draft um how special was that to have Nolan be the first overall pick or it's not first second overall pick that year yeah it was really cool we uh me and Patty were we were playing on the same line for a good chunk of the season and um you know getting him seeing him getting picked to Philly that was pretty awesome so um you know I think uh you know I think he's a great player and and he was great to play with. So, you know, I just wish him uh, nothing but the best. So being drafted in the third round by Carolina, did you expect that you would be drafted by Carolina? Or did you kind of think that you would be going in a different spot in the draft? You know, I, I really had no idea. Um, I didn't know where I was going to be picked or who was going to pick me or, or if I was going to get picked at all. So I was just, um, you know, I, I kind of felt good about my – interview with Carolina at the combine and um you know if I had to guess before the draft I really wouldn't have been able to but I guess it kind of clicked with me after they they picked me that you know things went well there and we kind of clicked in the interview and and uh it was just exciting I was just gonna ask how many player interviews or how many interviews did you do with NHL teams Uh, I think I I think I had like 22 or something it was it's a pretty busy uh weekend there at the combine yeah. it was um you know and then you have the fitness testing and everything so it's it's uh, that was its own experience on its own for sure mm-hmm. yeah all right now you went to the holinka gretzky cup um what was that like as you know anytime you get to wear the maple leaf it's um humbling and it's it's an honor and everything so um you know, we didn't really have a great tournament there, kind of, um, kind of got relegated and it was, it was kind of tough for us, but, 
you know, getting to go overseas and play, that was the first time I got an experience doing that. It was, uh, you know, it was still, it was still great to be there. Yeah. You think that team could have done more? Yeah, I think so. We, I think the first game we lost in overtime, or we won in overtime, sorry, but we got one less point because we won in overtime. And then there's kind of like a three, three or four way tie in our, in our group. And because we had one less point off that game, we actually won. We didn't really get a chance to, you know, play in um, the semis, I guess. Hmm. So on that team, who are kind of your line mates and who is the best player on the team in terms of the tournament specifically? Um, you know, we had, we had a lot of great players. I remember the tournament I was playing with, uh, Jack Stanika, who's, he's playing in Boston right now. And, uh, mm-hmm. Jordy Bellary, who played in the, in the Western league against me quite a bit. So, um, you know, I thought, thought we had good chemistry together and it was good to play with those guys. And, you know, we had a lot of great players on that team. So, um, you know, guys like Nick Suzuki and, uh, Comtois in the NHL now. And, um, so that was that was really cool to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, playing pro in the AHL. Um, obviously, that's a bit different than playing in the WHL. What was the change like? Did you adapt quickly, or was it more of a a lengthier adaption? We'll get to the Calder yeah. Cup in a second, though. Yeah, yeah, pros. It's definitely totally different than than the dub. It's it's a lot tougher game. It's, it's a meaner game. You know, guys are bigger and the ice kind of feels smaller. The game's faster. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a different style of play. So you just have to adjust to that as best you can. And, um, I think, I think it's, it's not easy to adjust to at all, but you know, you get the hang of it and, you know, practice is kind of important for that. So, um, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a step, step tougher yeah then playing for the calder cup and then eventually winning the calder cup what are you kind of some of the biggest takeaways and what was the best part of winning the calder cup yeah i kind of kind of just lucked out on that for in a way because um you know we had a disappointing ending in brand and we missed the playoffs um and then i and then i signed right after and was able to go join the checkers there and, you know, I didn't really know a whole lot about the team before I got there, but, you know, they're really stacked and had a great regular season. And then I just kind of got to join for the playoffs and, you know, I just tried to do my part and help them win. But that team is so good. Um, you know, it was, it was great to win with them. What was All the right. biggest? Oh yeah, go ahead. What was the biggest um, thing that helped you guys win the cup? What was the X factor? Um, you know, I, I think, I think goaltending is obviously huge. Um, that was, that was huge for us. We had Alex Nadelkovic and Dustin Tekarski as our two goalies. And um, Ned that year, he was goalie of the year in the league. And then Tekarski, the team traded for him at the deadline. And he actually didn't lose the game the whole time. He was, he was on the checkers. So, you know, with that tandem, you know, we obviously had a lot of depth throughout the whole lineup, but, uh, you know, they were kind of our anchors in that. And, and that, uh, you know, when you have great goaltending, that gives your team a lot of confidence. Yeah. Um, 
winning that championship in your first year, um, do you think that would help you now and moving forward? Yeah, for sure. It's just experience, you know, it's um, kind of if I get in that scenario again, I, I, I've been there before and, um, you know, kind of know what it takes. So I think, you know, any experience you have like that, you, you can definitely, um, you know, it'll help you if you ever go back. Yeah. So um, after winning the Calder Cup, of course, I believe in the video, you said it was it happened three days later. Um you were diagnosed with testicular cancer. How big of a blow is that? And what was that experience like? Yeah, it was tough. Uh, you know, it's kind of a tough part in my life. And, um, you know, I was lucky to have my family and friends there to lean on. And, you know, I was able to get through that, which I'm very thankful for. And, you know, um, you know, it was just, it was tough to go through that. But, you know, it's just life nobody's above someone else is more special than someone else. Um, you know, cancer can affect anybody. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was really one of the lucky ones that survived. So, um, you know, thankful for that every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tyler? Um, at what time, um, obviously after you recovered, um, at what time were you thinking back about hockey and getting back? You know, I kind of, I, um, was thinking about hockey quite a bit, you know, it kind of gave me strength to get through those tough times and kind of gave me something to look forward to just getting back to the game. And even during treatments, I'd, um, you know, skate maybe like once, once a week or once every couple of weeks, just usually by myself, just to kind of get on the mm-hmm. ice and do something that I enjoy doing. So, you know, um, just hearing, getting text messages from, you know, teammates over the years and, and all that was um, uplifting. And, um, you know, hockey is just such a big part of my life that um, it was kind of, it was always there, you know, even, even through those tough times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next, uh, the next year you got back to play, I believe it was 16 games before the end of the AHL season how good did it feel to get back on the ice and playing pro hockey with Charlotte? Yeah, it felt really good. Um, you know, I last year was kind of a up and down year for sure. I came back and then I ended up getting a sports hernia surgery during the season. So uh, a lot of the year last year, I kind of wasn't playing uh, healthy. Um, and injuries are tough, but, uh, you know, being able to play was – uh, again, was a blessing, and you know, this year, thankfully, I'm, I'm back, and I'm feeling healthy, and uh, you know, just really excited to, you know, be feeling this way again. So now, playing on Chicago this year, what potential do you think this team has to do has, and uh, playing in the, of course, the COVID nineteen season this year in the AHL? How far do you think this team can go in the playoffs? Well, I think we can go really far. I mean we don't even really know what the playoff format will be this year, even if we're going to have them yet. But I think this team is, is capable of a lot. So um, I have a ton of belief in our team and, and our coaches and, and everyone like that. So I think that, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for us. So being in the Carolina organization, have you given any thought to playing with Carolina yet? 
uh, it's not really up to me. I hope I can get called up one day, but until then, I just got to keep working hard and improving my game every day. And, um, you know, hopefully one day I can get called up, but that's, uh, you know, that's up to them and it's up to me to just try and earn it myself and, uh, you know, put in the work. So have you ever done any preseason games with Carolina? No, I, I haven't got the chance yet. Mm-hmm. Tyler? Yeah. Um, what overall, because you've been playing hockey for your whole life, it's been a big part of your life. Um, what would you say is your favorite hockey memory of all time? Um, probably, probably winning the Calder Cup. Um, that was, you know, that was a big deal to win that. And, um, is um, pro hockey and just, you know, took a lot to win that. And, and uh, I think that would have been my best memory playing um, kind of having to gel quick with that team and, and uh, you know, everyone got along so well. And uh, that was a big moment for, for, I think all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was your favorite goal in your entire hockey career could be when you were two years old or it could be when you're or it could be like your a goal that you had last year in the AHL um I'm not I'm not really sure uh off the top of my head that's um I think anytime you get to score in in overtime or the, the winning goal the last minute um those are always big ones and they feel really good um I can think of uh well last uh, when we won the Calder Cup uh, I scored a goal I think in the last minute to put us up 2-1 over Hershey in the second round and I think that one was maybe game three of the series go up three nothing so yeah that uh, was was, yeah so that was that was a pretty big goal for me I think um, that one felt pretty good. And we kind of got a stranglehold on that season. I remember being on the bench and hearing my name called the goal with like two minutes left or something. And I was kind of like, really? Cause I was playing fourth line and I didn't really expect to be playing at that stage of the game. And I mean, and then the puck bounced up to me and I scored and it's kind of funny how that works. So, uh, that was pretty, uh, pretty important goal for me. Now, right. for those of you who haven't checked out our Nick Zajac interview, please check it out. It's a pretty good interview. So uh, he also helped us set up this interview. So thanks, Nick Zajac. So how do you know Zajac? Uh, I I know Zajac just, you know, he went to SJR and kind of kind of knew him through hockey. And, you know, he was a guy I looked up to when I was going to SJR. He was, you know, a few years older than me. And he was playing in Saskatoon in the WHL and, um, you know, seeing, seeing him and just tracking his progress, it, uh, it, it was cool to see. And, you know, he was just a guy I looked up to. Um, and then now we play golf, the same golf course in the summer, uh, St. Charles. And, you know, I see him around all the time. So, um, Nick's a really good guy. All right. I have a question. Um, we asked some of our other players who we interviewed this, um, who, what is, who has your favorite nickname of all time and um, what is it? 
favorite nickname of all time. Um, I think uh, there's a guy I played with um, in junior. One of my best buddies, his name's Baron Thompson. And he's a big guy. He's like 6'5". Like, I don't know what his weight is these days, but he was he he would play at a pretty heavy weight, uh, you know, kind of a power forward and everything. And he went by Bubba. And uh, that was just, you know, it, the name suited him so well. And, you know, I don't think any of us really ever called him Baron. He was always just Bubs or Big Bubs. And, um, you know, I think that, that nickname just suited him perfectly. What was your nickname? Uh, my nickname is Steli. Yeah, so that's what the boys call me. Sometimes we get some interesting nicknames, but um, so Taylor. Oh, go ahead. Were you saying something? Oh yeah, I was going to say something. Uh, what was your favorite season? Again, kind of like the favorite goal out of all the years that you've played hockey. Uh, you know what? I wish I wish I could pick one, but hockey. I've always had a ton of fun playing it, and. Like I said, every season's special for its own reasons. You know, some seasons you're lucky enough to win more games than others, but and you know, some some seasons you feel like you've kind of developed the best friendships with guys, and uh, you know, I, I can't really pick one. Mm-hmm. What are All some right. of the things you like to do in the off season? Um, I've been getting into golf quite a bit uh, these last few summers. I. Um, you know, it seems like almost every hockey player loves to play golf. So, you know, the seasons just kind of work. Um, um, and then once once hockey season ends and, you know, hopefully you've gone far enough in the playoffs that it's, you know, nice outside and you're ready to go golfing. And um, so that's that's kind of my main hobby in the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. sorry, Tyler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also asked this uh, question to most of our player interviews. Um, do you have any funny hockey stories? Because one of the stories was their bus broke down and they had to sleep on the bus for a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've got plenty of hockey, hockey stories for sure. Um, one, one I'll tell today is, um, so we're, this is in my 18 year old season in Brandon. We were playing, uh, sewer ball, which is like soccer before the game. Okay. And so, you know, you, you're kind of all standing in the circle, kicking the ball around. And um, so our backup goalie got out and he kind of snuck off into some room. And, and this was in Brandon at home. And he comes back out like 10 minutes later and he was wearing like one of those inflatable sumo suits. <laughs> And just jump back in the circle, we're all <laughs> crying, laughing. Like we didn't know where he found the sumo suit, or like I don't like. We we're just in the arena, and he just walked off and found some sumo suit, and put it on, and walked back like nothing happened. We we don't know if he planted it to this day, or if he just got lucky and found it. But that was just like uh, one story that you know makes me laugh to this day. Yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> I should do that to you, Tyler. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So currently in the AHL, could you give us a bit of a behind the scenes look? Like, not you don't have to go walking around, but could you give us a little bit of a behind the scenes on what goes on to make the games happen right now during the pandemic? Yeah, it's a little different this year. We have um, so we have to get rapid tested every morning. Um, so they send out our testing times. They split like our team up into different testing times, and then it's 15 minutes. So, you know, you kind of, you kind of get the all clear to go in the locker room and then we um, practice in the mornings and, you know, work out after practice. And then on game days, it's, it's kind of the same, just uh, make sure you COVID test before the game. And then you're just off to do your, your routine at the rink. So, um, you know, we've been lucky. We haven't got a case here yet with our team yet. Some teams have, so um, it's been good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So playing with Chicago now, um, what's your – do you like – because Chicago's a big city, do you like playing in the bigger city more, or do you, did you like playing in a smaller city like Brandon more? Well, that's actually a really good question. Um, you know, I don't know if I have like an answer to that. Chicago is a really great city, you know, haven't seen a ton of it yet, obviously because of COVID, but I've been here a few times before in the past. Um, and Brandon, I had a ton of fun playing there. So, you know, I don't think it really matters where you're playing, to be honest. I don't, I'm not really a guy that's too picky about what city I'm playing in. It's more, you know, um, how well, you know, the team's bonding and getting along. And and uh, I think just when you have those tight-knit groups, it's those are the most fun years you have. So, you know, the city's great. It's kind of a bonus. But for me, it's kind of all, all about, the uh, you know, the teammates in the locker room. So going to SJR, uh, you had a very special soccer teacher, Mr. Falvo. Uh, he teaches us now. So... How great of a teacher was Mr. Falvo? You know, Mr. Falvo was a really great teacher. Um, I still think about playing Falvo, Falvo ball to this day. I don't know if you guys <laughs> play that. But, um, yeah, so we got along pretty well. And uh, if you don't mind, just ask him how his projector's doing. Because uh, <laughs> there's, there's a little projector story that maybe he can tell you guys one day uh, if you ask him. Uh, I'll have to ask him that we've got French on Friday because he's a French teacher. So, uh, what was I going to say about Mr. Falva? Uh, did he used to, um, yell at you guys a bit when you were talking too much in class? Um, maybe a little bit in class. He was, he was, uh, he was always a pretty high energy teacher. So, um, (laughs) you know, always had a lot of fun in his class and, uh, soccer, he would get on us too. So he was, you know, it's kind of nice that uh, that was the first time I ever got to be coached by one of my teachers. So, you know, a lot of great memories there. Any other teachers you want me to send messages to? Um, you know, I always always really like Mr. Mr. Landerville. Well, both of them. Um, yeah. They'll say hi to them for me. And um, when you get to high school, hopefully, um, is Miss Burroughs? still still teaching i hope so so yeah so we'll uh hopefully you guys will get to to meet her she's uh 
she's a really nice lady and a great teacher. So um, those are some of my favorites, but there's, there's a lot to that. Oh, and Madame Patella. Say hi to Madame. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Madame Patella. <laughs> we all, we, um, Madame Patella, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to make this quick. But Tyler, do you want to say, so Madame Patella, we always go, whenever we see her, we're always like, oh, my Patella, because that's like your niece. So there's a whole song apparently that's made up about, oh, about uh, breaking your Patella or whatever. So just kind of any closing thoughts, Tyler? Um, I'd just like to thank you for coming. It was really nice speaking with you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Had a great time. Before you leave, just final thing. What advice do you want to give to kids who want to play at a high level of hockey, like in the AHL or NHL? Um, you know what? Just follow your dreams. Um, it's crazy how, how far work work ethic will get you. You know, I've seen so many guys that, you know, when we were younger, they weren't necessarily the best players, but they just stuck with it and every day and, and, um, you know, they've gone on to, to be playing pro and, you know, and I'm sure they're going to get to the next level too. So, um, you know, don't ever, don't ever listen to anyone. If they say, you know, you can't do this or that, just, um, if you, if you have the desire, um, you know, good things will happen. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Good luck with the rest of the season in Chicago and hopefully with Carolina. So we'll see you hopefully uh, very soon. And thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. All right. Thanks again, guys. Bye. Bye.